0: Hi, it's Kate from Parcast Network. Most of us have at least one thing we just can't get out of our head, no matter how hard we try. For comedians Benito Skinner and Mary Beth Barone, one thing is just the beginning. They're letting all of their deepest attachments out on their exclusive new podcast, Obsessed. Every Monday, Benito and Mary Beth catch up on the scandals, trends, and people from pop culture that live rent-free in their minds, getting to the bottom of what makes them so obsessed. It's such a fun concept, but don't take my word for it. Hear for yourself in this special episode. If you love it and can't stop thinking about it, be sure to follow Obsessed free and exclusively on Spotify.
1: Yeah, I've been left unseen a lot of times in my life, but never from miss, no tears left to cry, Ariana Grande. So we need to talk about it. Hey everyone, it's me, Benito Skinner.
2: And I'm Mary Beth Barone. If you're anything like me, you probably watched Saturday Night Live when you were still too young to get the jokes, but the musical performances, you definitely understood. And there's a few that I just can't seem to shake from my brain.
1: Let's get into it then. Welcome to Obsessed Dolls. Mary Beth, what the hell did you do this week? And if you leave anything out, I'll, I'll scream at the top of my lungs.
2: Obviously, I'm going to go through it line by line, sparing no detail. So this week, I went down a rabbit hole of researching Katy Perry's relationship with the lead singer of Gym Class Heroes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Circle the Drain was about him, no?
2: Yes, you know, okay, it's interesting you say that, which brings me to the next thing I did this week, which was I was a little bit buzzed on Friday.
1: Okay, drinking. drinking. Our listeners better be 21 and over if they're drinking, I'll say that freaking much. Oh,
2: honey, you can see my ID if you want. Born in 1991. So, drunkenly ordered the vinyl of Teenage Dream.
1: Yeah, which is actually
2: very hard to come by. They used to sell it at Urban Outfitters, but now it's just resellers on like Amazon and other websites. So Circle the Drain is actually, I have one skip on that album.
1: And it's Circle the Drain. And it's that. I mean, And I think I
2: knew because it's about someone with bad vibes. So that's one thing. That's two things actually that I've done this week. And then the other thing is I read Jessica Simpson's book in one day.
1: Oh my God. Apparently that book has like the shit in it like she's not playing a single game
2: no stone unturned just Is like, it
1: john mayer defamation because i don't know if i'm here for anything like that
2: girly i didn't think i was i didn't know what i was getting into of course i thought she'll talk about her exes but i didn't know she'd be so raw and honest oh uh, okay man,
1: the title of it
2: literally open book It's so good, and I highly recommend it.
1: You know what everyone keeps recommending to me, and this was actually like half of my week, was just straight men recommending Matthew McConaughey's book. Like, you'll be talking to a straight guy for two minutes, and he's like, have you read it? Have you read this? You know what's
2: so interesting? Because I've held the book. I haven't read the book, but I've held the book. It's
1: stressful, right?
2: It's so much heavier than any other book I've ever held, but it's not any bigger. So I'm like, did he like add weight to the book as kind of like a psychological (laughs) like type of – scheme of like this book has like weight to it
1: yeah it's got sand in it
2: <laughs> but I'm not kidding
1: it's no I would you know I wouldn't put it past the king the king himself but I will say the binding of it is like off-centered and it makes me sick
2: higher <laughs> there's like some turn, they please. like made
1: literally I'm like oh who let this happen? It's just like often I know that's like a style choice, but it makes me sick. It ruined my week. <laughs> but yeah, that that was a huge part of my week, too. OK, so do you remember the VMAs? It was like the first like, you know, kind of we filmed everything separately. Zoom vibe award show. Yes. OK, it was actually good as far as like award shows filmed, you know, like via Zoom. This Who hosted? VMAs, Kiki Palmer. Oh, of Literally course, of legend, okay. yeah. yeah, and yeah. they like did it on cool, pretty sound stages, and everybody like looked good. I don't know, it was cute. So Lady Gaga performs, and you know I'm low monster. Pause up, seriously, pause paws paws up, up.
2: Mm. pause up. You know they're they're always up.
1: So Gaga performs at the VMAs, right? And she is wearing masks the whole time. Like she is just like people in Chromatica are gonna be wearing masks. And honestly, a little heavy-handed, but, like, I love it. I was like, okay.
2: Chromatica beat the virus.
1: They beat the virus first.
2: Before Australia, before New Zealand, Chromatica was, like, zero cases. Sorry.
1: They shut down everything for a month. Zero cases now. So she's wearing a mask for her performance. And at one point during her performance, she's up at the camera and she's, like, yelling. And she kind of looks like – the mask looks like what Bane had on in Dark Knight Rises. Straight culture.
2: I was born in the dark vibes. Stop. Stop! I've seen that movie a few times.
1: Anne Hathaway in that movie, she had she would walk to her trailer with a little smirk on after she filmed her scenes.
2: Oh, she couldn't stop smiling. Christopher Nolan said, "Anne, can we do one where you're not smiling?"
1: She <laughs> said, "Anne, can you take this freaking seriously?" And she just kept going, "What?
2: Can we just do one take where you have a straight face?"
1: She'd go, "What?"
2: She said, "I love diamonds." Anyway,
1: so she's up at the screen, her little. Bane, like, doc, like that vibe is right in our faces. And Ariana kind of looks like Catwoman, like, she has a Catwoman vibe. And I was like, honestly, this looks like Bane and Catwoman scamming Batman. So I put it in my story and I'm like, I'm going to tag Ariana, like, whatever. Ariana. Ariana.
2: Maybe she didn't reply because you called her Ariana.
1: Yeah, that's, airy. that's
2: later when we come up with conspiracy theories about why she left you on red
1: <laughs> this is a four-part episode so i tag her because i'm like okay what do i have to freaking lose um i just check a day later i'm like i wonder you know i thought it was funny i thought it was cute i was promoing i mean my god free promo she saw it felt nothing nothing She didn't even need to heart it.
2: She couldn't even give you the decency of (laughs) Of using her little thumb.
1: Her little perfect thumb.
2: Tap, tap, tap in, as the teens and tweens say on TikTok. But she couldn't even do that.
1: She couldn't even do that. And I loved it. Like, I loved the fact that she saw that and was just kind of like,
2: huh. Whatever. But have you DM'd before? Like there was an ongoing conversation, or that was the first time really she opened one it. of your DMs.
1: She posted me once for my like "Rain on Me." I made this video where it was like "Rain on Me," and I was in my car, and I like put on a whole costume and like soaked myself. Like I, I went like I did the whole thing. I know you're and not she,
2: telling me because obviously I know that. That's no. For the this listeners. is for the listeners,
1: and if my listeners haven't seen it, my listeners, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. It, that's yeah. Because okay. there's an option Kinda for sick. this
2: podcast where you can just listen to Benito's audio track or you can just listen to mine. Yeah. So for those heck. that are just listening to Benito's, I mean, you can't even hear me right now, but that one's for you.
1: It's kind of divorce parent vibes. Like we love to like just really – it's like a toxic Pick work sides. environment. Pick yeah.
2: sides, we said.
1: So she had posted that and then I sent like, oh my god, like I'm so honored. Love you. And she hearted that. So like, you know, okay. which also I'm like – Okay, you're busy today, like miss positions, like got an album coming out. I get it. You're you're working.
2: She never doesn't have an album coming out. Yeah,
1: she's cooking in the studio, constantly cooking up little little sexy tracks. Um little sexy tracks for all the bottoms out there. Let's get it. Um, <laughs> are y'all listening? So, yeah. No,
2: they're listening to mine.
1: <laughs> Stop. Oh my god, you're so flirty today. I swear to god, I'm freaking out. <laughs> but um yeah, I I think I'm obsessed because a it, it like definitely hurt my feelings, but I love that she's like, hmm, "Yeah, that was funny, like that was cute." You know, she doesn't she really like. Care.
2: I, I saw it. I she she said I have to get rid of the notification, and I don't I don't <laughs> care what the collateral damage is.
1: Yeah, she was like, "What did this? What did this gay guy tag me in again?" I mean, my God, give me a freaking break! <laughs> like <laughs> he's
2: he's obsessed with with me. Is yeah. probably what she was thinking. So Ariana Ariana
1: left me on scene. And i I will take it. I will take it. I'm glad that you know what she looked at it. Maybe she laughed. She didn't. I guess. I mean, I would have responded, but that's just that's what I'm obsessed with, and I've been obsessed with that since the VMAs, which were 16 years ago. So
2: it was in 2005. Still here. Yeah, and I think. You know, one, I think it's brave of you to talk about it. Thank you. Two, I think adversity leads to personal growth. Thank you. And three, I don't think this is the last you'll be hearing from Miss Ariana Grande.
1: Oh, it better not be. It really better not be.
2: You guys are not going to believe what's coming up next. It's my obsession, which is, of course, iconic musical performances on the show Saturday Night Live from our favorite divas, you're going to freak out when I tell you who.
1: You're going to die. You're going to die a thousand deaths.
2: Musical performances on SNL are a cultural touchstone, in my opinion.
1: Okay. Tell me why.
2: They really do try to stay on top of like who is young and up and coming. I think where hosts, I feel like, have to be more established, they really do take risks with their musical guests.
1: I think they... Definitely 1,000% used to. It used to be a little bit more, I feel. And I think they're kind of getting back into that because there was the time period where it was just like only the biggest names. Only And then I feel runners. like now lately I'm starting to see more of the like the small, well, you can't even call them smaller acts. I mean, if you're playing SNL, like you're definitely still like doing the thing.
2: Thinking about iconic performances that I'll never forget as long as I live. So one example would be the Spice Girls.
1: Do you know? I haven't seen that performance.
2: Okay. They performed on SNL, I think it was 1995, but I was like a young child. Some mm-hmm. of my first memories are of the Spice Girls. It was the first CD I had. I had both of their cassettes. This was like a huge time for me. I was born wow. in 91. So when I learned, I, there's different waves of feminism. I'm like the Spice Girls wave of feminism. Okay, yeah, 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 that of makes course. sense? Yeah, so Jerry history. Hallwell, Ginger Spice on SNL wore like this white dress that said, like, girl power, and some other, like, feminist quotes. Mm-hmm. Mel C did a back handspring, like, sh- or a backflip. I mean, they were just giving us the most at that time. Yeah. The Spice Girls was one. I was a child. I didn't really understand the significance. All I knew was that I wanted to see every Spice Girls, every piece of Spice Girls footage that I could get my hands on. I used to have yeah. VHS tape where I would tape their live performances on, like, daytime talk shows. I will Stop. say SNL was one of the best performances. What did they perform? I, wannabe, I mean, wannabe. Wannabe. And you know what sucks? They performed, I think they performed Say You'll Be There, but you can't find that online. What? Sadly. Yeah.
1: That seems ridiculous. SNL, we need the tapes.
2: SNL le- literally leaked the tapes because wannabe is on Facebook. It's not even on YouTube.
1: Wait, why isn't it on YouTube? ads <laughs> freaking ad dollars I guess ads
2: because it'll get taken down probably
1: Okay, I'm pulling it up right now. Wow. Wow. I'm looking at girl power.
2: It's girl power. And they really did that. Just five ladies coming together.
1: Okay, sporty spice is truly like she's like y'all heard of Fela? Like she looks sick. Wow. Okay.
2: Thinking about other iconic performances. Of course, we have Ashley Simpson's performance. So Ashley <laughs> A pop star in her own right.
1: This is so complicated.
2: This gets really complicated because if you watched her show, which obviously I did, a reality show, yeah, it it really conveyed that she was ill at the time of filming. But mm-hmm. she's a true professional. She didn't want to. She had a cold. Out. Ashley Simpson went out there. She set out to sing with a backing track. She set out to lip sync essentially. Yeah. And. There was a a little bit of a mishap.
1: And Jude Law was the host. Imagine doing that in front of Mr. Jude Law.
2: In front of Jude Law, I mean.
1: Sickening to my stomach. And it used to be live. So that was like the last time they did live. Not like that show, but that was kind of the last that was the show that changed it all. They were like, wait, we can't do this to people anymore. So
2: many people watched it though. I mean, I was heartbroken for her because she was, she is a good, she had hits. She had bops, she had bangers.
1: She had phenomenal bops.
2: Anyway, I feel like her credibility was kind of taken away a little bit in that moment. I think she's very happy, successful, has a family. I'm happy for her. Moving on.
1: Wait, but I will say one more thing about the Ashley thing. <laughs> I The one thing about the Ashley Simpson performance that I think, I mean, it's definitely goes along with, you know, the free Britney things, like how we treat women and in, in media. But What's interesting is that I have never been to a concert where there wasn't a backing track playing. Like that is, and SNL. I think it's also important to note a notoriously difficult venue for some reason. I don't know if it's acoustics. It's, it's like ac- I
2: think it's probably acoustics.
1: Musicians are. It, it is very hard to deliver a performance, especially if you're sick. I don't know. I like want justice for Ashley.
2: I complete. I'm fully team Ashley. I thought that. Even then, as like I don't, need, I was probably a teenager when that happened. But even then, I was like, "Oh, who cares?" Like,
1: yeah, I'm people like, do that all the time. She's like dancing. She, she has to yell at parts. Like, uh, she has to scream at the top of her lungs because she's freaking punk. Like, can't we just let her do her thing? I don't know. I've never cared, and I used to defend Britney at school all the time when people would be like, "She lip syncs," and I'm like, "Oh, and you wouldn't?"
2: She's dancing. Do you always I mean, sound have perfect? Have you seen the choreo? Yeah, you can't be. I can't even no 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 I'm no, no, like no,
1: no. she can hit it when she can. It's, have you ever needed to take a breath? Oh, it's what we literally need to do to survive. So the thing about all these, these are like TBTs, but like you you're still obsessed with these performances. Like you're always texting me little deetsies, dapsies, little do ba.
2: Absolutely. And you know, I could go on. There was Robin's performance of Call Your Girlfriend. That yes. is that was the springboard for me to break up with my boyfriend. There was Katy Perry's very controversial Bon Appetit performance with Migos. There was Rihanna performing Stay. (sighs) I mean, there's just, I encourage you after you finish listening to this podcast to the very last second, go on YouTube, look up some of these performances. I just think putting people on an even playing field, putting musical artists on even playing field and saying, here's the space, do whatever you want with it and just see what they do. Some people go minimalist, some people want big set pieces, some people want It's just like you really get such a variety and I just think it's like so impressive to me and also you have to babe, you have to pick your two favorite songs. Like what's it going to be? Yeah. And your two hits, me, your label
1: picks. Can you believe?
2: I just want I want more. If if there was a whole show of that, I would watch it. Benito, as someone who has been left on scene, I will tell you I completely understand the obsession, even when it's someone that you either didn't even expect to hear back from, or like don't really even care about their opinion per se. It stays with you. It's just something you think about because you have to wonder why did that person do that?
1: I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm not good enough.
2: I'm not interesting enough. I didn't give you enough to respond to. It's something that definitely is kind of just rolling around in my head at all times when I put my head to that pillow. What am I thinking about? I'm mm-hmm. thinking of the people that oh, are me on Casper scene. Pillow. So. I come on the Casper, Casper, the best bed for better sleep. (laughs) My feelings, I'm still obsessed. I'm convinced.
1: Okay, here's the thing. So I was convinced that I was obsessed with this. And then you brought up Miss SNL performances. And I'm reminded of me, a senior, I think, in high school. And I had just found Lana Del Rey video games. And then I found out she was going to be on SNL. And I remember watching that performance and being like, they made her do this too soon. She wasn't ready. She's never performed on TV. Like she like didn't have a Trial by fire. Literally, trial by fire. She literally the hardest stage in the world is her first American performance on television. And I went to school on Monday and everybody's like, oh, don't you love like Lana Del Rey? Like she bombed. And I was like, you know what Lana says about that performance too? She says, it was true to form. I mean, I looked really beautiful. And I'm like. You ate that.
2: A white lace overlay, crochet type of number.
1: And who has performed on SNL and gotten an impression done of them the next week? Honey, it's called PR. Like, she did what she had to do. I – and that little turn she does. I still need to do that costume for Halloween that's on my short list. But you've made me realize that if I'm going to pick between getting left on scene by Miss Grande or SNL performances (laughs) – SNL performances. Mary Beth, you win this time. I swear to God. Oh oh, oh God! <laughs> no, but um, but for real, I remember just like defending Lana to the death of me, and it's like you know I don't know her, but
2: because you always ride, for you your, ride for your, man, always you always ride. ride for your man,
1: and I ride for my girls. I ride for my girls.
2: Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another great episode and more amazing obsessions.
1: Remember to follow Obsessed on Spotify to get a brand new episode every week.
2: You can find all episodes of Obsessed and all other Parcast originals for free on Spotify.
1: And if you like this show, you do follow at Parcast on Facebook and Instagram, and at Parcast Network on Twitter.
2: And oh, what's that? You want to know how to follow us you on social follow
1: media? Us? Oh,
2: well. You can follow me at Marybeth Barone on all platforms.
1: Owns her name. Incredible. I love that ownership. And you can follow me at BennyDrama7. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. I love you so much. You're my best friend. Obsessed is executive produced by Max Cutler and is a Spotify original from Parcast.
2: It was created by Jonathan Ratliff and Alex Trigbadotter.
1: Sound design is by Kristen Acevedo.
2: It's produced by Kristen Acevedo and Jonathan Ratliff. It's associate produced by Alex Trikvadotter.
1: Production assistance by Ron Shapiro. And we're your hosts, Benito Skinner.
2: And Mary Beth Barone.
0: Thanks for listening. Discover more of Benito and Mary Beth's many obsessions in the new Spotify original from Parcast, Obsessed. Listen free and exclusively on Spotify.